Welcome to the Happier and Healthier Podcast with Nest. My name is Bridget Lavin. I am your host, and today we are talking about men's health. But before we go there, I just want to call out the audio and the quality of the sound. For the last couple of weeks, I have been fiddling with the sound quality, trying to improve it, trying to figure out an ideal location for recording, and I think I have finally found the sweet spot. So for those of you that have been listening to us since the very beginning, thank you so much for your patience with me as I navigated this world of podcasting, technology, and sound. And for those of you who are just joining us, welcome to the new and improved Happier and Healthier with Nest podcast. Our main intention with this podcast is to offer you a variety of wellness tips and tools and conversations that may inspire you on your health and wellness journey. We like to do little 10-minute recaps of educational lunch and learns that we offer to our corporate client employees, but we also sometimes have interviews with some of our providers and specialists. Also, sometimes I talk a little bit more than 10 minutes, just depending on the subject. But regardless of the subject, I really love recording these podcast episodes. I love talking about all things wellness. And our intention and hope is that one thing you might hear in this episode or in any of the episodes lands for you and serves you on your wellness and health journey. So thank you so much for tuning in and let's get to it. This episode is all about men's health. Now, I am a woman, I identify as a woman, and I will admit right from the get-go that this is not my expertise. However, I learned so much from an educational lunch and learn that we had a couple weeks ago with Brian Bowen. Brian Bowen is the owner of a health clinic here in Denver, Colorado called Integrative Health. And he has been in the health industry for the last 20 years working with alternative modalities like acupuncture and advocating for people's health through functional medicine and a variety of modalities. His talk was so beneficial. I learned so much and I would love to share with you what I learned. When it comes to men's health and more specifically functional aging for men, there are six key factors to keep in mind. And the first one is mindset. I think that there is a lot of propaganda and promotion out there for women's health and women get encouraged from a very young age to take care of their bodies, to take care of their reproductive organs and to become familiar with their bodies. And I think that the advocacy for women's health is growing greater and greater each year. Men's health, on the other hand, is a little quieter. While there is a lot of information out there, I don't think it's pushed towards boys the way that women's health is pushed towards girls. So when it comes to approaching men's health, the first thing that you know, we need to keep in mind is how are we framing it? How are we thinking about men's health? I think a lot of times it gets sweeped under the rug of, oh, I'm healthy, I'm fine. It's in my nature to be strong and healthy and the caretaker. So any admittance of weakness or illness can be very difficult for men. But in order for us to as a society to heal men and to take care of men, we need to admit that men have human bodies as well and they are going to age and they're going to be prone to illness at some point. And so it's important that we we advocate for them and that men are getting the same encouragement as women to take care of their bodies. And so recognizing the vulnerability of all bodies, men and women, is kind of the first reframe. And then once men are given that space to admit, okay, I have this human body and there is a fragility to it, there's a vulnerability to it, and we are, in fact, all destined for death at some point, 
once we give men the space to admit this, then the second free reframe is to remind men that they have personal agency in taking care of their bodies. That while, yes, it is in fact true, we have these aging bodies, we have lifestyle choices that we can make that can slow down the aging process, that can nurture us through the aging process and help us to live a long and healthy life. Oh, one of the things that I loved for Brian's talk was he mentioned death and the common phrase we all know, RIP, traditionally standing for rest in peace. And he says, the moment we start to really understand the truth of these aging bodies, there's a new RIP. It's reset, ignite, and pursue. And that's that idea that you have personal advocacy to take your body and your health in your own hands and ignite a a fire in you to take care of it and then pursue a life path that is going to nurture this body, to take care of this body. And I think this is applicable for all bodies, however you identify. And there is this truth that RIP is coming for us all, but we have a choice of how we're going to approach it. What I think is more specific to men is this idea of mindset and getting clarity around what is it have men been taught about their health. So if you're a man that's listening, maybe taking stock of where have you been conditioned to think of health issues as something, you know, solely reserved for women. Were you taught that men should always have strong and healthy bodies and to admit that you maybe had knee issues was a little taboo? Or maybe you were taught that exercises like yoga and Pilates were solely for women, right? The first step to any real change really comes from mind and attitude. So when approaching your health, I highly encourage all people, but especially men, to really get clear around what do they think about health What have they been conditioned to think about health? Was that information accurate or helpful? Or is it a time for a little bit of a reframe? And maybe that reframe is remembering your own agency to take care of your your health or remembering that it's okay to admit maybe you're having a little shoulder issue and maybe the best thing for it is yoga, right? So first step, check in with the brain. What is going on in the mind? What do you think about health? And Can you remind yourself that health is actually more in your hands than you think? Even if the RIP is true, there are still life choices you can make to take care of your body right now. Okay, so mindset, super important. Next important thing to keep in mind when approaching men's health is understanding testosterone. This was a big aha moment for me during the educational talk. I really didn't know that much about testosterone. So it is a sex hormone produced by the testes, and it is mostly accredited towards producing that low voice, having hair, giving men that masculine look. However, it's in charge of a couple more really important things like muscle mass and bone density, which are crucial for aging. So having low or high testosterone can affect not just your sexual reproduction or sexual desires, but also it can affect your bone mass, your muscles, your fatigue, your energy levels, all of those can be affected by high or low testosterone. Brian really, really advocated for people to get tested before taking any action on their own. He said that real damage can be caused if you start taking supplements for testosterone when you're not actually low or vice versa. So for men, the key takeaway here is to go get your levels tested. 
if you think you might be high or low, go get your levels tested. An average range of testosterone levels would be from 300 to 800. Anything lower than 300 is low. Anything higher than 800 is high. Brian mentioned how a lot of men will be surprised. They think that they have low testosterone and they'll be exercising or finding natural ways to increase their testosterone. But then they'll get their levels checked and find that they have a very average normal range of testosterone. So it's really important to get checked. And then once you know if you have high or low testosterone, to question the cause. This was another thing Brian really pushed forward. He said that it's so important we know why you have high or low testosterone before treating. Because if you have low testosterone due to poor sleep, and then you start pumping your body with testosterone and trying to create more testosterone in the body, but you're still not sleeping well, then guess what? You're not actually going to make any difference in the body. In fact, you can do a lot of really real damage. So finding a doctor and advocating for your, for your health and for yourself and say, okay, I know I have this high level or this low level, but I'd really like to get a clear idea of what the cause is. And it might be a little bit of trial and error, playing a little bit with your lifestyle and your diet before going into any supplements or added medication. And then I just want to mention one more time in regards to testosterone that there are, in fact, natural ways to increase or decrease the testosterone. A lot of the times, if you're looking to increase, that's going to involve exercise. Um, decreasing is going to involve stress and more re- um, getting rid of stress and finding more rest. So again, playing with lifestyle and diet, getting clarity around the cause of higher or low testosterone, um, very, very, very important. So the last four factors that Brian talked about in regards to men's health, I believe is applicable to all bodies, but I really appreciated him talking about these because there are four things that you can do by yourself on your own right now to take care of your health. And hopefully the first one doesn't surprise you. It's strength training. So I think a lot of men are taught to build muscle mass and bulk up and get strong, but Brian kind of distinguished between just mindlessly moving the muscles or weightlifting and getting really clear on regeneration versus degeneration and doing your research around which exercises, which workouts are actually regenerating your muscles and which are actually degenerating them. So unfortunately, if you're a runner, I apologize for what I'm about to say, but running can be very degenerative for the body. It can wear and tear at the knees. It can wear and tear at the limbs and the joints. And so it's not always the best exercise to choose as we age. And going along with this idea of regeneration and degeneration is also the idea of form and function. And this isn't just, um, are we, you know, in the right form when doing a squat? Yes, that's super important. But it's also asking yourself, like, what is the function of this workout? Um, most cardio, the function is going to be for cardiovascular health. If, if that's what you're after, then go for that. Most functions of, of yoga are going to be to help with flexibility and with joints. So if you're struggling with bone density, maybe you go with that. So really understanding, you know, the form and the function of the exercises that you're choosing is super important, especially as we age. And that kind of leads into the next key component, which is mobility. Now, we all need mobility, but Ryan did call men out a little bit and say that it is very common for men to struggle with hip mobility and that yoga is not just for the women. In fact, yoga and some of the more quote-unquote gentler exercises 
are some of the best ways we can take care of our joints and our body as it ages. So when it comes to men's health, understanding that strength training needs the complement of mobility and learning how to move the body in a way that is not going to create long-term tension in the muscles. And I think there's a lot more um, information coming out in the wellness world, online, on Google. If you Google mobility or Google functional movement, you'll start to come across different types of exercises that are going to be more mindful of how the body is going to receive the exercises over time. And so the idea is that once you become aware of your body and what it needs, then you can be a little bit more selective of how you move it. Um, You can learn how to move the body in a way that is going to continue to create length in the muscles as well as strength and find workouts that you'll be able to do for a long time, not just a short period before your body burns out. So strength, mobility, any guesses on the next one? Balance. And balance is not just to look cool. It's not just about, oh, look what I can do. I can balance on one foot. It's not just about strength or negotiation of weight. Balance actually helps to stimulate our proprioceptive nerves. So it's taking care of our awareness in many ways. It's also helping with our vision and our ability to stay attentive and aware of the world around us. Balance isn't just important for the physical body. It's also really important for overall awareness, for the eyes, and for mental stimulation, which leads to the very last thing on Brian's list, which is brain power. Train your brain. Now, I think this is really important for everybody, regardless of your age. I think it's important to give your brain challenges that are diverse, that are going to keep it quick and running well, and to stay curious and and be open to new things. I think that's important for everyone. But what I want to call out for men is this idea that your mind is just as important to your body. So going back to the very beginning, when we talked about what men are taught about their health, I think there isn't a lot that is taught and what is taught is all very based in the physical, right? Being bulky, being strong, being this, all these really kind of poisonous and dangerous ideals about what a man's body should be. And oftentimes the idea of a man's mind gets kind of swept aside. And I know there might be some feminist backlash because women's minds were swept aside and we were, you know, kept out of the collegiate academic world for the longest time. It was dominated by men. But I think men nowadays feel this too. And I also think they feel it on the creative side that the creatives were meant for women. But men need creative stimulation too. So taking care of the mind, nurturing the mind, and doing things for the mind, not just stimulating, but also resting like a bath, which also might sound really feminine at first, but men deserve baths too. And this plays into taking care of their minds just as much as doing a crossword puzzle or, you know, trying to solve a Rubik's cube. So taking care of the brain, it's really important for everyone, including men. And that's it. That's all I have for you today on men's health. I know it's very short and sweet. And I do encourage you, if you're looking for more information, to seek a doctor or medical professional's help. Do your research. Get to know your body and advocate for your own health. I hope that maybe one or two little nuggets came through that you can use for yourself or maybe a man in your life that you love 
And if you have any questions or comments, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can email me at info at nesthealthconnections.com. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you listen in again next time with our new and improved sound quality. Hopefully it'll just get better and better from here.